Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Daily Crypto News for Wednesday, November 15th, 2023. My name is Matt, and I watch this guy on YouTube. His name is Ryan Shaw, and he does all kinds of Tesla or EV-related uh, YouTube videos. And yesterday, he was talking about the release of the Cybertruck. You know, the Tesla has this new crazy-looking uh, EV truck that's going to be released in the end of the month. They're doing a big delivery event. And so we're finally going to see people, actual consumers, customers, getting their hands on the Cybertruck. But the thing is, when you buy the Cybertruck, it comes with a clause. And the clause is that you can't sell the Cybertruck within one year. And if you do have a legitimate reason to sell the Cybertruck, you have to first, in writing, petition to Tesla, and they get to approve or deny that petition to sell your car. And if they say you can sell the Cybertruck, they get first dibs, which obviously is not going to be the best uh, offer. Anyway, there's two reasons why they're speculating that they're doing this. Number one is the flips. People who get the Cybertruck, the first couple of Cybertrucks, or even the first, let's just even call it 10,000 Cybertrucks, since there's 1 million people on the waiting list for these cars, there's going to be a huge secondary market for these trucks. I mean, one of the first Model 3s that came off the assembly line, I think sold for $150,000 or $200,000. Uh, one of the first Cybertrucks, I think that was sitting in the museum, sold to a private collector for like $400,000. So, I mean, if you buy a Cybertruck for $70,000, I mean, getting 154, one of these first trucks to be one of the first people on the road with it, I think is a very easy thing to do. So that is one of the reasons why they're saying that within the first year, you're not able to sell it. The second reason is reverse engineering. The speculation is, is that there's plenty of car companies that are trying to you know, compete with Tesla. And so they don't want these competitors, Ford, GM, whoever, to buy these trucks that came off the assembly line and one of the first ones to come off the assembly line so they can start reverse engineering it and innovating their trucks within like maybe the next year or year and a half to be more competitive with Tesla. And so while I do see both of those opinions, I, I want to say that I think this is just really weird. And I think it's a very dangerous precedent that we are starting to have with companies and them dictating what you can do with your products. And I think that it's just more and more relating to the you're going to own nothing and be happy. Oh, I don't think we're going to be happy, but we're going to own nothing. And so this is just another stage of this. It's like, you're going to buy a product. I'm going to give you $70,000, $80,000, $90,000 for a new truck. And then you're going to tell me I can't sell it. 
That's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. There's a story that I've been hearing in Venezuela where they're getting these gray market cell phones and gray market cell phones are basically cell phones that are made somewhere else for different purposes and then shipped into your country and sold to the populace. I mean, for example, maybe you have American market cell phones, you ship them into Venezuela and send them there. And when I was in China, there, we couldn't get the iPhone because I was in China when the iPhone actually came out and people wanted the iPhone and all of the phones that were sold in China for the longest time, the, the original iPhone, the iPhone 3, the 3S, I think before they started selling in China officially, but they were all gray market. And so you've got these American unlocked phones. And so over in Venezuela, these gray market phones, actually they're Google Pixels, uh, they're finding that these gray market phones are in Venezuela. And what they're doing and the company is doing is they're just bricking the phones. They're saying this phone is not made for this market, so therefore you can't use the phone and just shutting you out, out of your device that you probably paid close to $1,000 for. And so what we're doing here, in my opinion, is just allowing companies to have so much control of the things that you purchase from them and it's just not protecting the consumers. And Tesla's only one recent example of this, and we can make a whole podcast just on this instance. And I just want to bring it to your attention. Maybe I'm tripping. I understand the reasons behind this. The reverse engineering, my opinion, is if you are not ready to compete on the market, if you're not ready to put your product out there, then don't put it out there. You have to wait. And if you can't scale your product to deliver as many, so it's basically you're flooding the market with this product, and you're worried that only a couple is going to get on the street, and then they're going to reverse engineer it, and it's going to tap into your market in the future, then you're just not ready to roll out the product. Second of all, this whole secondary market of your product, the flipping of said product, that's not your concern. That's the market. That is not the company's concern. And it really bothers me that they're trying to control the market like that. Anyway, what do you think? This is my morning rant, M-A-T-T at dailycryptonews.net. I know this isn't crypto news, but it is tech. So let me know what you think. Moving into some crypto news, finally, uh, Jim Pfaff, he's a friend of mine, and he's been appointed the chief executive officer for American Blockchain Pack. Jim has been the chief of staff of two prominent congressmen, Tim Hulescamp of Kansas and the infamous Tom Massey of Kentucky. Under Jim's guidance, the American Blockchain Pact will continue to advocate for blockchain-friendly legislation, educate policymakers and the public about the benefits of blockchain technology, and support candidates who champion blockchain innovation. Congrats to Jim. You're going to do amazing. As we know, the other day we heard that there is an XRP, BlackRock iShares XRP Trust registered with the state of Delaware. It shot XRP to the moon and it came crashing down after we found out that it was fake. Well, the DOJ is getting involved. They are going to find out who did this, why they did this. We can all tell why. And I can see prosecution coming from this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
A group of Tornado Cash users have filed an appeal with the federal court following a ruling upholding the United States Treasury Department's decision to add cryptocurrency mixer to its list of sanctions entities. So basically, the United States Treasury Department's list of sanctioned entities now includes Tornado Cash. This list of users that filed the appeal argued that the United States Treasury stretched its authority beyond recognition in sanctioning Tornado Cash transactions. According to the plaintiff, smart contracts under Tornado Cash identified in the lawsuit were immutable and ownerless and failed to meet the United States Treasury's regulatory definition of property subject to sanctions. This whole tornado cash thing is such an interesting conversation. Look, a lot of people got into Bitcoin and blockchain because of the transparency. So we can say, hey, finally, we can monitor what's going on with all these financial instruments, these financial products and so on and so forth. So we don't have a 2008. That's literally why it was made. And then people start thinking about banking and fractional reserve banking and, and finance when it comes to government finance and campaign finance and all kinds of different ways that this shady transacting of money gets passed around. And so blockchain was created for this transparency. And so then when a tool is issued to skirt said transparency, to obfuscate your transactions, it goes against, in my opinion, what we wanted blockchain for in the first place. But with that said, don't people have the right and should have the ability to have cryptocurrency, to transact in cryptocurrency and yet still be private and still have their transactions be private? And even if it isn't just for personal transactions, yes, I know that there's the shady dealings of the governments and terrorist organizations and money laundering and so on and so forth. But what if you just have a business, then you want to use stable coins to transact. Why? Because it's cheaper and faster. But then you'd also don't want people to understand how much you're paying for product. Doesn't that make sense that you could just send the money, obfuscate your transactions so you can receive your product, but you don't want your competitors knowing how much you're paying for product? That makes sense. And finally, with this, just like Silk Road, do you really blame the people who built the system? Or do you blame the users who use the system illegally? And that's, again, another very interesting question that we really can't figure out as, I think, societies and humans for the most part. If you build something and it's used for criminal activities, are you at fault? Are you at fault for not killing your project because criminals are using it, even though it actually has some good use cases? This is one of those conversations, these modern conversations that I think is so interesting because it's really a good thought experiment of where do you draw the line of criminal activity, the illicit use of your product, and the ability to make said product without liability for how the product is used. It's such an interesting conversation. What do you think? Matt at dailycryptonews.net. Billionaire real estate developer Frank McCord said that dodgy cryptocurrencies and silly NFTs are not the same as the core technologies that it can actually help make the internet better for us. He said that the narrative of blockchain has been spoiled. He continued to say that blockchain has the potential to fix the internet. And by fix, he means identity, provenance, verifiable attributes. Those are the things that blockchain does extremely well. Immutable fact, non-corruptible information. And this is so, so true. I think I actually said it on Monday's show. I really hate when you're talking to people about blockchain or crypto and they start going like Ponzi scheme and JPEGs and blah, blah, blah. And they say we should shut it down and make it illegal. Do you not understand the complete change that adding this technology across the board to AI to personal ID verification, to voting, to tracking authentic or counterfeit goods. This technology can be added so many different places to fix, literally fix the way that we conduct our digital lives, to make it so that we can trust information, and I mean media, pictures, audio, 
so that we can actually get royalties for the things that we produce, that we can have a trace of events because we want to make sure that things are authentic, that I'm not buying fake Gucci bags or something, you know, that we can crowdsource and democratize so many of the operations like the token render. I think that's an amazing idea. Do you have extra GPU power in your computer that you can basically rent out for people who are trying to render huge files, huge projects? Well, you can get paid in that token. And smart contracts, let's not even go down smart contracts. The amazing, infinite possibilities a smart contract can have on business, on personal lives, on real estate, on so on and so forth. Look, it's all been tarnished by JPEGs, scams, Ponzi's, shit coins. And he is so right. But why do we always ask billionaires about their opinions? I mean, where is Ja Rule to make sense of all of this? OpenAI CEO Sam Altman told the Financial Times yesterday that ChatGPT5 is in the early stages of development. ChatGPT4 has become more powerful than ever, analyzing images, working with code, handling larger context windows, and supporting integration with Dolly 3 to create images and with Bing Browser involved as well. ChatGPT4 already represents the most powerful large language model available to the public today. If ChatGPT5 pushes the boundaries even further, it could have massive implications across industries from healthcare to education and finance. Concerns are there around biases, misinformation, and the malicious use. And finally, for the first time in U.S. history, the architect of a so-called NFT rug pull scheme has been convicted of a federal crime and could soon end up behind bars. The 25-year-old founder of Mutant 8 Planet NFT Collection pled guilty on Tuesday at a federal courthouse in Brooklyn to wire fraud charges. He was accused of conspiring to commit wire fraud in the process of defrauding Mutant 8 NFT holders for almost $3 million. He now faces up to five years in federal prison and has agreed to pay $1.4 million in forfeitude, according to the Department of Justice. Now, I think we're probably around 14 minutes into this podcast. Let's finally get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And the time is 11.33 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fear greed is at 71. Greedy. Well, kind of a lukewarm greed. Anyway, Bitcoin's in at $36,340, up 0.1% in 24, up 3.15 in 7. It's uh, trying to make its way back up. Ethereum's at number 2 at 2012, down 1.8% in 24. Tether's number 3, Binance is at 251, up 2.7%. And XRP's at 63.8 cents, down 2.5%. Running off the top 10, we have Solana at the number 6 spot at $61.96. And just for full transparency, I got a little FOMO. And, you know, if you're... <laughs> here's my excuse. You've been in bear market for some time. You see some movement. You're like, why am I not taking advantage of any of this? And I start FOMOing in. And, of course, as soon as you FOMO in... And you capitulate and you give in to the to the hype, you're losing money. So <laughs> and so I made two purchases the past couple of days. I made a Solana purchase and a Filecoin purchase. Filecoin's down. Solana is actually down from my when I just purchased it. So that's you know what it is. I also have Matic is one of my more recent purchases too. I'm finally making money on that one. So yay for me. I think I'm up maybe two hundred bucks on that. So it's almost evening out for my losses. Anyway, I'll let you know when I close those trades. USDC's number five, Cardano's number eight, Dogecoin's number nine, and Tron's number 10. Can we please kick Tron out the top 10? Why are you there? Total market cap's at 1.4 trillion, a Bitcoin dominance of 50.8, and an ETH dominance of 17.3. And that was our show today. Hope you have a great Wednesday. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, y'all.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.